you're listening to the Living Lighthouse Podcast. My name is Ryan, and I'm the host of the show and founder of this community. But beyond a community, though, it's a movement. It's a movement designed for us as young adults to live with intention, live with purpose, and live with confidence as we begin to think for ourselves and leave our mark on the world. I've got a good one for you today, but first I got a couple of quick announcements. First, if this is your first time tuning into the show, I want to welcome you here and I want to encourage you to stop here and listen to the first episode of the podcast so you know a bit more about my backstory, a bit more about the show and why I've started to invest time and energy into this journey. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast as well and get involved with what we're doing here. Second, let's get connected. There's much more to this movement than just the podcast. I know how important it is to be accessible to my audience, to you guys, as much as possible. So I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, both of them are at livinglh, and I also broadcast live on my Twitch channel periodically, so feel free to come hang out, kick back, relax, and enjoy some live video game entertainment at twitch.tv slash livinglighthouse. Bring your thoughts, questions, ideas, insights, and let's keep the conversations going there. Today I want to share some thoughts on something I've taken into consideration for the past couple of years in my own life that by the end of this episode, I'm hoping that you might realize as well, potentially for the first time in your life. The more I think about it, guys, the more I really believe that to some extent throughout the first 20 or more years of our lives, we've been spoon-fed a whole bunch of lies and false limiting beliefs by our schools, our peers, our society, just everyone around us. The first point I want to bring up is plain and simple. Our education system is flawed. It's outdated. Even when we were little, we were always told to sit down, shut up, stand in line, show your work, color in the lines. I don't have any sort of statistics or studies on this in front of me, but I'd be willing to bet that this overly structured environment has limited our sense of creativity and potential for growth in some way. And as I've realized, real life isn't really this structured, or at least it's not supposed to be. Look at all the new technology, new innovations over the past few decades. It at least takes some degree of creativity to make these things happen, and it's just not something that we're able to learn in school very effectively. Also, so many of us get trapped by our own career path. There's an unrealistic expectation that at the age of 18, we're supposed to know what we're good at, what we're passionate about, what we want to do for the rest of our lives. This is almost never the case. We run the very real risk of spending crazy amounts of time and money for a college degree we may not even use. So many of us fall into this group. And for those who followed me long enough, you'll know that was my experience as well. Another important point I want to make is teaching hasn't changed all that much in the last century. And as a result, many of us don't feel like we're learning enough to make our investments worthwhile. By investments, I mean both our financial investment and the time investment, because that's a lot of time that it takes to get Get these kinds of college degrees. Some people like myself are just really good at memorizing material, regurgitating it on exams, and instantly forgetting everything as soon as we leave the exam room because it's time to move on to the next cramming session. Others just aren't being challenged enough by the curriculum. Either way, many graduates make little to no ROI or return on investment on a degree. In other words, we aren't getting much out for what we're putting in. And college degrees are becoming more and more common. There was a time when a college education led directly to a job and a successful career. Now in many fields of study, it's a basic requirement rather than a luxury. Because of this, higher education no longer directly leads to a successful career. Instead, it programs us like robots to be the same as everyone else. And it sets us up for a lifetime of mediocrity if we're not able to be intentional about finding a way to add unique value to the world outside of what we're taught in school. And that doesn't even consider the mountains of student debt a lot of graduates pile up. I'm fortunate enough to not have to worry about debt, but I can certainly understand anyone who does. 
there's a very real possibility that a new graduate finds themselves both unqualified for a job and buried in piles of debt. And the craziest thing to me is that the world has always revolved around entrepreneurship and innovation, yet the school system doesn't adequately teach that stuff. No amount of higher education compares to the actual experience of building and running a business. I often wonder where I would be right now if I had spent the last five years starting a business such as this podcast instead of going to college. While that would be difficult to project with all the factors to consider, I imagine I would at least be ahead to some degree in some way. And I've talked to many people who feel like they would as well. Next, I want to bring up some lies that may have been directly or indirectly brought onto us by our peers. Growing up, our peers have made a significant impact on the way we think about different aspects of our lives. Take career again, for example. For many of us, our parents told us that the path to success was a respectable college degree and a 9-to-5 corporate job. And I listened to them without even thinking for myself. A big realization I've recently made is that our parents are just as flawed as we are. They do their very best to raise us well, but their only real guidelines are based on their own experiences. Back then, a college degree and a practical desk job was the surest way to financial freedom and prosperity. Now today, with the internet at our disposal and college tuition through the roof, the economy is doing relatively well, we're able to take some risks and pursue our passions. Right now, we're much more able to find that sweet spot that intersects enjoyment, effectiveness, and money as long as we work hard to solve a real problem in today's market. Nearly three years ago, I turned down a high-paying corporate career in favor of going the self-employment route with this podcast and my live streams and everything like that. To this day, my parents don't fully understand how valuable it can be to have a thriving online business an online brand, and they don't fully understand how people can make a living by cranking out podcast episodes or YouTube videos either. And I don't expect them to. It's no fault of their own. They simply weren't raised in the same environment as we were. They had no internet, no smartphones, no sort of on-demand entertainment. And today we live in such a highly online, highly connected world with so much information at our disposal. And one of the many byproducts of this new era is the emergence of online business. And as we continue to make these kinds of advancements, online business, if it hasn't already, will inevitably evolve to a point where it's a legitimate substitute for the traditional schooling system and career paths we are all familiar with. These days, we have the connectability and the resources to make a living by doing just about anything, including the things we enjoy the most. But as soon as our colleagues, friends, even our family start to tell us, oh, you can't do that. You're crazy if you go that route. We need to realize they're only limiting our potential. They've likely never done anything very far out of their comfort zone like this themselves. Perhaps they're insecure about us rising above them and living a life they can only dream about. Instead of letting these people drag us down to their level, we need to be lighthouses. We need to focus on ourselves, set a good example for anyone willing to do the work it takes to follow our example. Finally, we likely have been deceived by society and the media depending on the beliefs we've chosen to adopt and the content we've chosen to consume throughout our lives. Unfortunately, there has been a steady softening of society, especially among our generation. Nothing demonstrates this weakening more clearly than the false notion that winning isn't everything. I would bet that most of us listening to this have been rewarded with a participation trophy at some point in our lives. I know I have. I didn't know any better back then, but those trophies did nothing but hold us back. They discouraged us from working harder and progressing further because all we had to do to gain recognition was simply show up. Rewarding people for just showing up lowers the standard of greatness. It tells people that simply doing the bare minimum is okay. No wonder there's so much mediocrity in the world around us. As we begin to enter the real world and make our impact on the generations after us, 
We need to raise the standard instead of lower it by celebrating real achievements, real winning, and encouraging those who are struggling to put in the effort, grow stronger, and put themselves in a position to win as well. Social media has also certainly changed the way we see the world today. It can be a great way to connect with people we wouldn't be able to connect with otherwise, but it doesn't come without its set of drawbacks. Specifically, it can deceive us if used improperly. People put a lot of time and effort into filtering their own lives, showing only the wins and the triumphs while hiding all all the work and struggle and adversity it takes to get there. It sets very unrealistic standards, and it can definitely get the best of us if we're not careful. This applies to celebrities and other public figures especially. Make no mistake, famous actors, actresses, musicians, influencers, professional athletes got to where they are because they put in the hard work and practice discipline every single day. Instead of putting in the work to achieve similar results, we default to doing what's easy, and we hold ourselves back We live vicariously through these people and we make the excuse that, oh, they just got very lucky. I would never be able to do that myself. So not only is society lying to us, we're also lying to ourselves. And the worst person we can lie to is ourselves. So to wrap things up, I want to clarify that we can't act like victims of these lies we've been told throughout the years. I wanted to talk about this simply to make you guys aware, perhaps for the first time in your life, that we've been living on a foundation of lies and more importantly, allow ourselves to rise above these circumstances and do something about it rather than wallow in our own self-pity. I want to challenge you guys listening to start seeking the truth. What kinds of lies have you uncovered from this conversation today in your own life? Write one down and start incorporating this new discovery in your own life today. Also, I'd love to hear what you guys have discovered. Again, I'm on Twitter, Instagram. I stream live on Twitch, as I mentioned earlier, and the links to each of those will be in the show notes. So don't hesitate to connect with me and the community we're building here. Who knows, maybe sharing your ideas will inspire someone else to make a change in their life. Maybe someone else's ideas will help you reach your goals as well. That's what this is all about, guys. That's what this is all about. It's about adding value to one another and collectively rising up and becoming the best versions of ourselves. I'll catch you in another episode. Don't allow these subtle lies to hold you back and be a living lighthouse.